Hello everyone and welcome along to another edition of Championship Drill where we look at everything EFL Championship. My name's Steve, joined as always with Phil. Uh, how are you Phil? I know we were away for a few days up the country. All good, but tired but all good. Yeah, uh, myself and Phil uh, up, the, up the country for a few days. If people people don't know, we, we um, run a video production company as well. It's kind of our, our day job as it were, so we were up in Mullingar, Mullingar West me doing a bit of uh, doing a bit of filming, um, and if there is anyone from Mongar, maybe they could message us in on Twitter or whatever on Championship Drill and just let us know why there seems to be a barber or a hairdresser for every uh-huh. five people in the town. <laughs> um, I've never seen a town with so many. Yeah, it's like every third shop. To be fair, the haircuts are good up there. Well, so, you know, maybe that's why they take their haircuts very seriously. But I suppose we should move on swiftly to the championship. And the game last night, um, good win for Norwich. Um, they moved level on points with Millwall now. Onto that group of teams on seven points. Uh, obviously, they played them. Millwall now played the game more than most teams. So you imagine both of them will slide down the table after today's games. But good win for Norwich. Josh Sargent with two goals. Yeah, he's been on a bit of a roll. He scored last week as well. Um... Yeah. It's good because Norwich, we were kind of worried about him. It just shows you like how start of the season you could go from 17th yeah. or something all the way up to like 4th or 5th. Yeah, back-to-back wins for them moves them up into 5th now, but I imagine they'll end up somewhere around 10th, 11th at the end of the day. But yeah. closing closing the gap slowly, obviously, we'll talk about Blackburn later and what happened to them midweek. Um, but closing that gap, they need, um, the goals. They need a big time. Uh, two second half goals, both really well taken. Although, like VA, if VAR was in the championship, and we've talked about how we don't want it, yeah, um, that goal absolutely wouldn't have stood. Yeah, yeah. there was a definite foul in the build up to that goal. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of that lately, and uh, I suppose we'll talk about later with um, Nigel Pearson. Yeah, yeah, he was talking yeah. about retiring if it doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, no, it's just there's so many of those. Little fouls that are happening, and there's no, as as you said, no VR to stop it. Um, yeah, but, but a good win nonetheless for Norwich. Did a deserved win, really. Yeah, you know, and um, Millwall obviously had a had that late comeback, two goals in stoppage time against Swansea to, you know, couldn't do it this time round. Uh, but you know, Millwall like Norwich have seven points from their five games, so it's not like they're they're falling away. Still a chance for them to do very well. Yeah. I suppose the news before the game at Norwich was the club are going to vote on making uh, Mark Antasino, or Antasio um, a director of the club. Um, there was talk last year, obviously, that he was going to invest in the club. Yeah. I imagine that's going to happen if they're planning to make him a director, that he's going yeah. to put some sort of investment into the club. Yeah. Uh, Slowly but surely he'll make his way up. And... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he owns the Milwaukee Brewers and uh, Major League Baseball. And as people may know, I'm a massive baseball fan. Um, the Brewers, I wouldn't say, are the greatest team on earth. So, um, I don't know how how excited Norwich can get about that, but I suppose anyone coming in who's got a bit of money and pumping money into your club is always going to make for happy fans. So, um, it'll be interesting to see if it goes ahead. I assume it will. Well, if he's coming in to be director, he's going to slowly kind of ease. You imagine he's going to take a while, but he'll get there, right? 
he will. He, he'll definitely. He'll definitely. He'll definitely get there. Um, I suppose before we go into some of the news and the transfer news and that, maybe yeah. have a look back at the kind of the games that stood out midweek. I suppose more than anything else. Yeah. Um, there was a few strange ones, like we kind of briefly touched on there. The Blackburn Rovers one, hammered by Reading. Yeah, it was a weird one. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what, one we didn't see coming, really. Is it that sort of thing where it was just a reality check for the manager? Um, yeah. Three wins out of three, and then just kind of back, back down to earth. Back down to earth, yeah. Crashing down. Yeah. Um, Stoke, Middlesbrough, two all draw. Good comeback from Stoke in that one at home. Um, the game we watched, we actually, even though we were away, got to watch Sheffield United Sunderland. Um, credit to Sunderland, I think, because I know yeah. they were down to 10 men fairly early on. Definite yeah. red card. I, I assume you wouldn't argue with the red card. It yeah. looked like he was, you don't I, know, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what he was thinking. It was yeah. Sheffield, especially when it's early enough in the game, you just let them score and try and come back. Exactly. 11 against 11. Um, I know it's hard, rush of blood to the head and all that. But Sheffield United then took the lead pretty soon after. Then right at the start of the second half, went 2-0 up. Sunderland, though, pulled one back. And, you know, they certainly had a chance. Yeah. Again, if they didn't have their full 10 men. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Yeah. Who knows what would have happened. West Brom, uh, all sorts of trouble. Drew nil all with Cardiff. Need, need someone. Um, You were saying you reckon Steve Bruce is in line for... For, for this league that he might be on the road. Well, I, I think he's just, he's been around so long that now he's sort of, I don't yeah. want to, I, I like Steve Bruce because I'm a United fan, but like the guy is just lingering. Yeah. And it's almost like he's in the job for the sake of it. Yeah. I don't know what's exactly. his heart fully with this whole yeah. Uh, project. Yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. It really is tough. Part of because there's such big expectations there as well. Yeah. Uh, Birmingham City and Watford, uh, speaking of managers who are probably going to get the sack, uh, not a draw. Uh, Watford going well this season, though, so for now, managers safe, I suppose. Yeah. Bristol City beat Luton for their first home win, very, very, or their first win of the season, even. Very important win. And you were yeah. saying Nigel Pearson earlier was talked about at we point to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't stop that he's contemplating retiring because this is getting borderline ridiculous. <laughs> Some of the decisions are, you would say. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, nothing else really stands out for me except maybe Blackpool's win against QPR. Uh, um, they they two on goals in the 90th minute in the uh, in the Swansea game was just that was that was bizarre as well. Yeah. We, yeah we it was all like goals. someone had a bet or something and just were like yeah. that. Just it in. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, a two all draw there from that. Well, probably like. I watched the highlights of it. The lads just crossed the balls into the box and they just basic, basic, basic back <laughs> defending. It was. It wasn't great. Um, oh. Good win for Blackpool away to QPR. Yeah. As well. And obviously, the other news, and I suppose as we go from the fixtures into the actual news itself, commentary's getting postponed again. Yeah. Um, it's not looking good. I mean, the, the, the league issued a statement saying they're kind of happy with the repairs that are they're told they're going to to take place. And yesterday, I know work started to improve the pitch. And so they're hoping by the time they're supposed to play Preston, the pitch will, will be playable. But that's yes. two games now already Coventry have to catch up on. Yeah. Um, did they and when it? you're, as they are, they're bottom of the table with one point from two games. You don't want to start 
being no. down there with games to make up. That's it. Did they give an exact date when they're back? Um, they didn't give an exact. Well, they they're they're very very hopeful that the game against um, Preston that they will the pitch will be playable for that one. Mm. You know, obviously the game against Huddersfield is off today. No, I for their own so, sake, I suppose the big thing is that they just get going again. Like even if they, because I was only asking because if they had to play in their stadium, you know. Well, they were talking them doing that, but that's not going to happen. And uh, apparently, so their game against Huddersfield obviously off today, mm-hmm. so they're going to be cut further adrift at the bottom. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but next weekend they're away to Hull, so obviously that'll go ahead, and then. Uh, midweek games after next weekend, they're playing home to Preston. So they have on, which I think is the 31st of August, somewhere around there. So we're looking at 11 days from now. Um, and they'll be hopeful the pitch is playable for that. That's what the EFL have said and Coventry, I think. Um, yeah, you'd be, you'd be fearful of goes any longer. Well, the problem is, is even though Coventry are a good team and we, we don't expect them to be fighting for relegation, yeah, yeah, it becomes a case of, you know, if you're six points from safety, even if you have three or four games in hand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's still hard to get out of there. Yeah. You don't want to be doing that. And uh, West Brom, obviously, are, are in the relegation zone at the minute after four games with only three points. And, um, you know, they just can't seem to, to get a win. Yeah. And Huddersfield, who, you know, their game won't go ahead with Coventry today. So a chance for, for West Brom this weekend to move on the relegation zone. Uh, you wouldn't expect West Brom to be fighting relegation all season anyway. They're too you good teams. So, like, if it'll become a point where Bruce will be replaced, yeah, um, and they'll they still need quality player. I think there's a lot of quality missing from that that uh, team. Um, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I suppose one of the teams going well has been Sheffield United. Um, you know, seven points from their opening four games, only two points off the lead. You know, they yeah. they've gone well, yeah. but. Bad news. I mean, it looked like a nothing of a knock for, exactly. for Billy Sharp against Middlesbrough. came off at halftime and the club were saying it's it's a bad injury in the ankle. The ligaments damaged inside and out, whatever mm-hmm. that means. He's got to meet with a specialist before they find the full extent of how long he's going to be out for. But that doesn't sound like he's coming back in the next couple of months. And the thing is as well, with his age, it's a lot harder to come back from these. Injuries. It is. It is. Uh, so, you know, I don't think you're talking about anything sooner than eight weeks for him. I'm yeah. no doctor, but, you know, I, you know, it's it's going to be tough. Yeah, he'd, uh, be, bad. he'd be really bad and he misses. Yeah, and they, they've had a few like that, Sheffield United, in the last year or so, yeah. where it just looks like a nothing of a foul or a nothing of a tackle, and the player's gone for like three months. Yeah, yeah. They've had a lot of those where... It looks like nothing, and it's a bad injury. Just very um, so, unlucky. Yeah, so they're going to talk to specialists. He said, uh, "We're going to get the opinion of a specialist, and maybe more than one." He had a scan. We know there's a good amount of damage to ligaments inside and out. Yeah. So it's about conversations with the specialists now about the best way to proceed. Like you said, he's 36. Yeah, and he's their all-time leading goal scorer. Obviously, 335 goals for the club, which is a massive amount for a player to get for any club. It's very sad to see him. Um, it would be sad um, if if he if he doesn't come back for it. You imagine he will though. Yeah. What about we we talk about Blackburn and losing midweek, and then um, 
a bid came in, we heard Tuesday evening, for yeah. Bretherton Diaz. Yeah. Uh, from Nice, 8.4 million pounds. It's expected yeah. that Blackburn are going to reject that bid. Yeah, there's actually but, talk now that Everton are linked with it. Yeah. But it must be worrying, like you say, like you say there with Everton, that once one bid comes in from one club, uh, you imagine it's it's the first of many that are going to come but, their way. Like Everton need goals, and if they could get someone like him at 12 million pounds. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I know you're taking a chance because the guy's been injured a lot. That's it. But if you're Blackburn, you're like, oh, like what's their price from? Like you said, 12 million, something like that. They, they'd need to get someone in to replace those goals because it seems sometimes with Blackburn, not all the time, but it does seem sometimes that if he doesn't score, they don't score. Uh, yeah, last season. Yeah, that happened last season. They really, really struggled when he wasn't in the team. Um, yes. But if everything come calling, I think he'd leave. I think he'd go for him. I think he would too. Uh, it's just a case of what what are Blackburn going to take for him. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Blackburn would stand in his way moving to a Premier League club either. Yeah. Um, but that said, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy that's going to you know, go on strike if he doesn't get the move. I know. Um, Obviously, Blackburn have stuck by him through his, his two big injuries. So I, I imagine he'll show some loyalty there and understand that, look, if they're not willing to meet the price that Blackburn wants. Then... As you said, though, like how much is realistic because he's been injured? Yeah, like, like you said, maybe maybe 12 million. Would they sell for 12 million? Yeah. It would depend. Who could you get in for that kind of price? It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, in the last, last few weeks of transfer window. But He's yep. definitely one that I don't think will be a Blackburn come the end of the window. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same. I think he'll leave. Uh, yeah. just, where is he going to uh, go is the question. Yeah, we, we were talking about this one yesterday as well. Um, Jim Lowe Collins of Cardiff City. Um, nasty, nasty knee injury. He's going to miss the whole season. Yeah, it was nasty. Uh, um, you know, we just I kind mean, of wish him well. But this, it, it's very hard to kind of... Yeah. Even look at it, it was just, it was bad. It uh, is bad, it is bad. And when, it, when you think of, um, like his manager had described him as the best left back in the championship. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was in the African Nations Cup, um, you know, with uh, with Nigeria in, in last January. So he, you know, he's not, uh, he's not going to be too happy that he's going to, Gonna um, miss the the entire season and all that. Yeah. Just after breaking into the country's national team, so uh, it's sad for him. But look, hopefully he'll come back stronger. Players often do. Yeah. Uh, the aim is having back for preseason. Season. It looks like um, Joel Baggin, the Irish under twenty one international, is gonna come in for yeah. the same team for for Sunday's game with Bristol City. So, um, an opportunity for him, knowing that there's a spot there for the season. Yeah, if he can perform and uh, make his way into team, sadly sometimes it takes an injury for a player to step in and yeah, and exactly. become a regular. Yeah, could happen. Uh, Burnley, in the meantime, have signed a forward. Uh, I'd say I use the term forward loosely because I've seen this guy play a few times. Um, Jacko uh, Cherlinov, who's the Macedonian striker, North Macedonian rather huh. striker that's come in from Stuttgart. Um, plays on the left wing, can play up top as well. Yeah. Has all he looks impressive. He's he looks impressive. Back. He's a good age. Good age. 
but in his career, he's essentially, you know, he's not played that much. Yeah, yeah. In terms of professional football, I'd say less than 50 games, mm. less than 50 top five games. And he's kind of, at the moment, kind of a goal every 15 matches. Okay. Type he, of a player. He comes in at three million pounds. Um. Yeah. Um, potential is what you'd say. He's one of those with a lot of potential. And you, so I don't know, is he going to start? Uh, Burnley not afraid of a signing this season. I think, is he the 12th player to now come in? Yeah, and also as well, recent results kind of, I don't like to use the word desperation with stuff, but maybe the manager, we don't have enough. Maybe the manager's like, we don't have enough. Yeah, and you know, someone like that who's, who's capable of a goal, even though he hasn't scored him regularly, that said, a lot of his appearances have been off the bench in his career. And I imagine maybe that's where Burnley see him as a guy yeah. that's going to come off the bench with 10, 15 minutes to go and try and nick a goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of your plan B striker, if you will. Yeah. Um, and we the were fact looking that here. He can play in other positions helps him as well. It does. It does. We were looking at some of the other um, transfers yeah. that came through. Mark McGuinness has left Cardiff, gone to Sheffield Wednesday. Um, yeah. good, good centre back. He came through Arsenal system. I know big ball guy. Laird stands out to me because United never gave him a chance. Yeah, yeah. Got to QPR. Um, He's gone to QPR for the season. Gone to QPR on loan for the season, I assume. Yeah, um, yeah, it is loan. Yeah, Tyreek Fasu. Yeah, uh, Fasu going to Stoke. I mean, a guy that's come up with Brentford through the Championship knows the. Knows the league. Very good, good very, very good championship player. Yeah, that's a, that's a great signing for Stoke. And we talked about how we thought Stoke signed well already in the summer. So and, that's and another then, one. And then Sheffield United after losing another forward. Um, yeah. Least yeah. Most is going to back him. Back him, back him for free, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, a, it's a tricky one for them. I suppose if we look at the other ones that came in, like we, we, we already there mentioned Fosu, Ryan Woods going to Hull from Birmingham. Yeah. Good experience, good, good signing. signing. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose coming in on loan, uh, we, we'd know Liam Delap because obviously he could play for Ireland or England, depending which way he wants to go. His yeah. his father obviously played for Ireland. Uh, Liam Delap going to Stoke, where obviously his dad would be a, a yeah. cult hero with those long throws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good signing from because he was wanted by a lot of Premier League clubs. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, long throws, and, and, and then I know he did it at Bolton as well, Rory Delap. But um, Man City rate him very, very highly. Yeah, I think you'll come back with a lot better next year. Um, I mean, he's a guy that could potentially score 10, 15 goals for Stoke this season yeah. if he's given oh, the game yeah. time. Yeah, he, he knows how to find the back in net. He's all through his Ukraine. Because obviously, again, being Irish, we'd have followed him somewhat. Or being English, depending which way he uh, he decides to go. Yeah. Uh, but he's uh, yeah he's he's a smart signing, and to get him in on loan is is good bit of business for Stoke as well. So yeah, when you think they've added Fasu on the left wing, they've added the lap up front. Yeah. All the players they've already added. I mean, you know, do Stoke have a chance of making the playoffs this season, or even know. going they might. up? They might. You never know. They've um, added yeah. a lot of experience, and they've added really good you you players. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they they need the goals. What's kind of been weird about Stoke this season is they're conceding more than you would expect. Yeah, there's not as many draws. Yeah. Um, a good still though a manager that's very very good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think Stoke are going to do well once the team beds together and the new signings gel a bit. 
Yeah. Uh, they're capable of going on a run. Anything else standing out for you in the, the news this week? Uh, just in the last in the champions. Uh, I think we've covered everything. Like Dennis went to Forest. We were talking about Dennis went Forest in the last show, yeah, for a good chunk of money. But uh, uh, I think see Dan from United might go to Birmingham, all right? Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad one. Uh, uh, that's not going to happen, though, until the United bring in them new players, obviously. Yeah, Keena obviously has left Watford as well, gone to Elche. So Watford have lost a couple of players. Yeah. Uh, they've got a lot of money now in the in their pocket, yeah. shall we say. So they'll, uh, I'm sure, be signing a player or two in the next 10 days or whatever. This is 10, 11 days. Something I like did, I'd say now this come a week, we'll see a lot of movements. Uh, I would think so. We're at 958.95 million in terms of uh, transfers in the championship. Certainly going to hit the 1 billion mark, you'd imagine. Yeah. With only like oh, 40, yeah. less than 42 million still needed for that. Yeah. Imagine that's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So we will uh, leave it there with the news and that, and then just have a look maybe ahead to some of the fixtures that are coming up today. There's a couple of good ones in there, like. A couple of big ones in there. So if we start with today, um, all three o'clock kickoffs. Today, yeah, it was kind of odd for a Saturday. We're used to this half twelve games. Yeah, we're kind of used to the half twelve games. But there you go. Um, yeah. So we'll have a look at today's matches. Anyway, we've got Birmingham City host Wigan. Uh, Burnley Blackpool. Blackpool started well. You know that'll be a That's test it. for Burnley. Yeah, very good test. Uh, Coventry, as we talked about earlier, postponed game again against Huddersfield. Um, you know, I know, yeah, it's it, it is becoming a bit tough, Rob. Yeah, uh, Preston, who need to do something, yeah, post Watford, who you know, to do midweek, so you know, you never know. Like, I, I, I like to Preston connection, I just they, every year we're saying the same old story with them. Yeah, yeah, and it is kind of a talk we talked about a few weeks ago. If you're a fan, you've got to wonder, like, are they happy just finishing mid-table? Yeah. That's... Or do they really want to push for the Premier League? Because if they want to push for the Premier League, they need to sign better players, you would think. Like, you think see there now, Alan Brown, like, he has, surely come next season, he's got to have ambition because he's 24. Yeah. He's one of those players, and you see him every now and then, don't you? That yeah. like they're so good when they're like 18, 19. And before you, you know, blink of an eye, they're 31. And you're like, where has their career gone? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's in danger of falling into that category, becoming like, one of those players. Go to, like, if, if there's no ambition, like, you've got to push yourself yeah. to be the best you can. You know, they've made a lot of signings the last few seasons, got rid of players, chopping and changing. And it's like they don't know what they want to be as a club. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's a strange one. Watford obviously drew one all midweek, so if the manager loses that one, he's probably sacked. <laughs> Nil all today, I'd say. <laughs> um, QPR Rotherham, makings of a good one as well. Could be goals in that one. We'll say there's goals in it, probably none, but no. no I know, uh, probably banker nil all if we say there's goals in it, but there you go. Uh, Reading Middlesbrough, another one. Sheffield United, who we just talked about against Blackburn over. That important one. For That's a good one. Good one and important for Blackburn to kind of get Stop back on track, rock, yeah. you would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um picking up a point even away at Sheffield United wouldn't be a bad start. Yeah. Um to do that because that's not an easy place to go. Yeah. Stoke City home to Sunderland. Uh, Sunderland being a bit surprising by how they are, obviously losing midweek, uh, but 
you know, performing well, given they had 10 men. Yeah. Uh, Swansea home to Luton. Luton uh, are in danger of, you know, fire flying down the table. Yeah, I, I was thinking this could be the surprise bank for the weekend. I think yeah. Luton will beat them. Yeah, and then you look at West Brom and Hull, um, and we've said it every time West Brom play, they have to win. But Hull, yeah. Hull are tough to beat. They really, really are, and um, West Brom are obviously favourites, but like I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Yeah, on, on and then we've won games Sunday, lunchtime kickoff, Bristol City home to Cardiff City. Uh, again, Bristol City got their first win of the season. Cardiff were doing kind of well and then not so well, and then they're doing okay though, Cardiff. Yeah, um, up and down, up and down, you'd say. Yeah, early in the season, as we know. Uh, Cardiff obviously be one of those teams that had a bad season last year yeah. that'll be hoping that they can push for the playoffs more this season uh, Bristol City I don't know, I don't know what to say about them I mean, they're all over the place uh, hopefully, all we can hope for that one is the referees don't make any bad decisions or we're likely to lose Nigel Pearson um, who's going to retire if the, if, the result, if the refereeing decisions keep going against them yeah uh, so will I, we leave it there, Phil, or do you have anything you want to add? I'm just trying to spot five spot it. I don't. I think I don't think there's any breaking news just come out or anything. No, it's it's been very slow, very slow. But I think the last week is when things will pick up. That's usually when players start moving all over the show. And, oh yeah, um, be a lot. Yeah, I think deadline day as well is going to be one of those fun ones. I think for the championship because I think there's going to be a lot of players coming in and out and in and out. There is even moving within clubs in the championship. So we'll leave it there, will we, Phil? And we'll come back maybe Monday or Tuesday or somewhere around then with a a look back on the weekend's action and hopefully a lot more transfer news and uh, some good news, hopefully, on Coventry's pitch by then. And hopefully we still find Watford with a manager and Nigel Pearson still 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 managing and not retired. Yeah, not retired, yeah. That that would be good. Okay, guys, thanks, everyone, for listening. And like I said, if you want to follow us, you can do on Twitter. Uh, at Championship Grill, and you will you will find us there. And if you want to ask us any questions or anything like that, feel free to do so. So thanks everyone, and we will talk to you soon.